Hello, 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 hello. Good evening, everybody. Uh, 
Welcome to another episode of Just 90 Minutes. And um, today we already have our topic up here. The Christian perspective on gay rights, embrace or avoid. And you know how we do it every Monday evening. We expect you to come up, you know, take the mic and just hear your views on the topic. And just as usual, you're going to be having two or three minutes, you know, to make your points, hear your views and all that. But um, I think tonight what we're going to do is we're going to go with the flow and... The more people request the mic, the more we will have to rely on the timing. And as always, today, your host for today is David, my humble self, Lacey and Tifa. And special shout out to General Faye down there. I can see her. And we're also expecting, you know, Shane to come up sometime later. Um, I don't know if David or Tifa have something to say before we, you know, give the mic to someone else but David um yeah before I like lay the background of, of the conversation um Tifa do you want to say something so Tifa speak then I'll, I'll come after okay Tifa have the mic hi guys how are you doing I think we can all conclude that that's our theme song for just 19 minutes at this point definitely <laughs> I think we can all conclude I love it I love to hear that sound it means that we're about to get real as real that's our that theme song I love yes, it I love it um but yeah like uh Lessie said earlier we're going to be talking about the Christian perspective of gay rights I just want to tweak that Christian to the religious perspective of gay rights yep. are we going to be embracing this or avoiding it and I really want everybody to come up not everybody, we can't take everybody, but as many people as possible to um, request for the mic and be honest, this is a no-judgment zone, this is a safe space, so come on up, be honest about what you honestly think about this, nobody's going to crucify you, anybody crucify you, you know what, fuck them, but yeah, over to you, David. Thank you, Tifa, thank you, Nessie. Um, so yes, this topic was born out of a picture that was trending sometime on one of the WhatsApp groups that I mean, I mean, um, there was this rainbow color picture in a church, and there was this opera in like, why would the church be putting this LGBTQ flag in the house of worship? Blah blah blah. And some time ago, in like like four or five years ago, um, when Obama actually maybe five or six years, whatever, when Obama actually legalized same sex marriage in, in the US, and there was this opera again within the Christian community as to why would he do that? He's Antichrist, he's 666, he's blah, blah, blah. And I sort of had a very different perspective as to the whole thing. And I just felt, you know what, let's actually have this conversation. So just to clarify a few things. Um, if you're a Muslim, you can still request for the mic. You can speak based on your perspective and um, that is completely fine. I have phrased or framed this in Christian life because that is the religion that I know and I can argue based on. So that's why I, I put it as the Christian perspective. You are happy to, I'm happy for you to bring in all of the perspectives that you think are relevant to the conversation. And I also like to clarify that this is a conversation around gay rights, not LGBTQ as a community. So we're not talking transgender. We're not talking every other thing. So this is strictly gay rights. In clear terms, same-sex marriage or relationships and things like that. So uh, I think that is enough background for the conversation. And I'm really looking forward to to hear your amazing takes. And for the very religious that are going to come with the vim and fire of the Bible, I should warn you that um, I also have some verses that might also come in handy. But um, yeah, 
on that note, um, I open the floor. Yes, let's have it. Okay, on that note, um, your favorite co-host again for tonight, Uluwalisa in the building. With that being said, and everything that was said and done, uh, the first person who will be handling our mic today is going to be former. If I'm a police, you have the mic. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> Can everybody hear me? Loud and clear, baby. Loud so and... that they would Kai, so that they will not cut me short like last time. <laughs> I requested for the mic early today so that David will not remove me. Anyway, um, to the topic of the day, I'm not the most religious person on earth. On earth, but I have perspective and I have like opinions about everything. I'm not going to say it from a Christian point of view. I'm just going to say it from my own point of view and how I see because Christianity these days is quite broad. Everybody's what I call sin is not what some people call sin. And now at the end of the day, now only God should know who is Christian and who is a sinner and who is a saint. For me, I feel like sin is sin. That's where I stand. If you as a Christian, the Bible says forgive, the Bible says um, work in love and all that. So if as a Christian, you can forgive someone who steals, because I, I have the opinion that if you steal Maggie and you steal 10 millionaires, it's the same stealing, right? You will still go to the same hair fire because the Bible says that shall not steal. It didn't say that shall not steal 10 million. It didn't say that shall not steal. It says stealing. So taking what does not belong to you is stealing. So if you have a problem with, if you can forgive a sinner that steals, what makes, I, I would not say uh, um, gayism or homosexuality is a sin because, like I said, I am not God. I don't know what is sin. And they can argue that love is love. It now depends on the context of which you want to love somebody or how you want to love. Because even the Bible has different, um, what's it called? Um, aspects of love. There's agape love. There is um, the, all the different types of love that's in the Bible. So maybe the person that was writing the Bible did was not really a, a, into gay sins. That's why they did not include that. I'm not for gay people. I'm just saying. I'm just saying from my own perspective. I just feel like the church, if we really are practicing what God said, then we should be able to accept people for who they are and for what they are or for and for how they come in. Now, on the other part of the rainbow conversation, for me, my rainbow means the promise of God to Noah that it will not um, flood the earth with water again. That's how I see rainbow. That's how I will continue to see rainbow. That's how we teach my children what rainbow is. I don't see it as, I don't see it as the other... The, um, anything associated with LGBTQ. I don't like to see it that way because that's how I want to understand it. Now, on my own, on the other side of the fence, the issue I have with this, with gayism and everything, is the fact that why does it have to be in my face? Like, I'm not, I'm going to talk about it from a perspective of general now. Okay, for example, work, for example, schools now, excuse me. Why are you teaching children about these things? Now, out it. Why why are you trying so hard to make people see you? If you really what you're doing is okay, it will go go with the natural flow, it will happen. You don't need to put a gun to everybody's head to accept you. When we're offices now, we see ourselves we work we work in eggshells around these people, like oh, we're scared of not saying something that is offensive. 
why do I have to know who your other partner is? I come to the office, you don't know if I'm speaking with a man or a woman. So why do I have to, why do you have to always put it in my face? That's where me, I stand on my own. I don't have a problem with who you deal with in your bedroom, but that should be your personal conversation. You should, there's this too much fight for inclusiveness and that it becomes, it begins to feel like, okay, it's no more inclusive. It's not like a gun is to my head. If you don't accept me, then you are on the wrong side. Two truths can coexist. You can be happy with what you do. I can be happy with what I do. I can be happy with who I sleep with. You can be happy with who you sleep with. You don't have to put a gun to my head to accept it. So that's just where I am. Thank you. Okay, um, David, you, ha- you, you have a question, I can see. Yeah, before before I go to the question, um, I'll take more of a correction, actually. So first things first, I'm a Christian, and I don't think there is any gray area as to whether or not it is a sin. I think that is crystal clear. By Christian doctrine and standards, it is a sin. So that that is not really an opinion. It's a fact based on what the religion preaches and, and observes. And to give an example, um, it was one of the major reasons why God was mad at Sodom and Gomorrah. So I think that bit is settled. Um, moving on. Um, Sorry, David, I will go back to you. What you say was one of the reasons why God was mad at Sodom and Gomorrah. Was also stealing up, was prostitution a part of the reason, was stealing a part of the reasons why God was mad at Sodom and Gomorrah. It wasn't just gayism. So why are we so, anytime Sodom and Gomorrah comes, why is that it's always gay they talk about and they they forget other sins that that God was also mad about? The the, the point I was trying to make is it is a sin. And that's the fact. I'm not saying it's not, the thing is, um, David, your sin is a sin now because you've, you can't say how people decide to um, choose who they love is a sin. I'm not going a, to stand. I'm, I'm not going a, to be on that path. What, what, what church do you attend? I'm a Catholic. Oh, I was what, a Catholic, but now I attend the what? I attend that okay. funny enough. Maybe that's why. What, what now. does what what what's the position of your church on 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 gay marriage? Well, I'm in the Church of England. Can I quickly say something? Um, I mean, I didn't, finish my, I, didn't, I didn't finish my points, by the way, but you guys... Okay, but can I quickly say head. something in response to the whole um, yeah. seeing um, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah thing? We have to we have to remember, by the way, I'm from a Christian Muslim home, so I do have knowledge in both the Bible and the Quran for anybody who wants to come for me. We have to remember that um, Sodom and Gomorrah is in the time of the Old Testament, and then the New Testament came. Um, if we were still practicing things the way they were done in the Old Testament, we'll be killing cow every time we, t- we commit a sin, quote unquote. So yeah, you can continue now. Okay. I think we are already during the conversation very early. So let me bring us back to what we are discussing. Um, in the Christian sense, in the Christian doctrine, regardless of what side of Christianity you're on, it is a sin. And I don't think that is something we need to debate, to be honest. Um, the Sodom and Gomorrah example might not be the most appropriate, um, but I don't think we are debating whether it's a sin or it's not a sin. No, what we are debating is as Christians, we know, based on what we've studied in the Bible, that it's a sin. The question now is, do we embrace or avoid? So let's, I, I'd like us to stay on the topic. Also, just, just to mention something else. Uh, Mifuma, you talked about them putting it in our faces, teaching it, teaching it in schools and all that. Again, that is out of scope. That's not what this is about. Um, I'm not, we're not about how it is being managed or how the activism is, activism is, is going. That's, that's not what this topic is about. Okay, um, those are other issues that, that yes, I know are connected, but that's not what we're trying to discuss. What we're trying to discuss is number one, as a Christian body, this is not something that aligns with our values. That is a fact. Um, maybe things are trying to change, but that is a fact. Second, now the, the talk is knowing that what do we now do? Do we do we actually embrace them because Christ preaches love? 
and because we are not even supposed to hate sinners or have any negative feeling towards them, even though we believe by our standards, religious standards, whatever the Bible says, that they are sinners. Yeah, but the, 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 the lessons that Jesus taught us about dealing with sinners is not hatred or rebuke. That's, that's where that first part of argument comes from. Now, the second part is because we are sinners, um, should we run away from them? Should we avoid them? So that's what the conversation is. Let's, let's try as much as possible to keep it within, within the scope. Do we embrace or avoid as Christians? That's the question there. Right. Thanks. Uh, what's the next speaker, Leslie? Do you know? Yeah, uh, the next speaker is going to be Ify. Ify, please, you have the mic. Hi, good evening. Um, um, well, what I have to say is that, like David said, um, the whole gay thing is a sin. But we like, I also refer to what Ifoma said that, um, if we are thinking like there's no big sin and there's no small sin, the person that lies and the person that like is gay, they are, we are, they are, we are all in the same WhatsApp group. And like the Bible says that like God cannot abide in the, in the midst of sin. So now in terms of in the Christian perspective, whether we should embrace or avoid it, what I'm going to say is we can't, should I say, not, not, I won't use avoid, I'll use probably discriminate. We can't discriminate against them because the word of God says that like, like God, God didn't come, like Jesus didn't come for the saved but he came for the people that have not been saved, right? So it's our duty as Christians to pray for them and to like maybe pray for understanding and for God to explain or reveal things to himself, reveal things to them by himself and also showing love to them. When I mean showing love, I mean like, like you know, there's there are these things that even as apart from being Christians, like as let's say Nigerians, like there's just this unconscious bias that we have against them, which is really not supposed to be so. But where the problem comes in is where churches now decide that they want to adopts or like infuse the whole gay thing into the church that's where like that's where the problem comes in um because the truth is the the word the word of god says that like like the word of god that god has given us nothing should be added and nothing should be removed from it so if we are trying to should i say please the world by I don't know, maybe trying to inculcate. I don't, I really don't, I can't really say the reason why whatever it is is happening, whatever that is happening is happening because I am aware that there are some churches that are trying to fuse the gay thing into like into the church. I don't know, maybe it's to invite, like maybe to make sure that like the church the church is open for everybody but even if the church is open for everybody i think there are some principles 
that we shouldn't compromise on, right? So, and when we are compromising on those principles, those principles, it totally, it totally like changes the definition of Christianity. I don't know if like I'm making sense, but like it, it is not Christianity anymore. If we are trying to adapt our Christian faith to whatever gay rights is, like I said, we should love them, pray for them, interact with them, not discriminate against them, but try to fuse and because trying to involve it with the church or trying to blend it with the church, it means that we are accepting that it's not wrong. It means that we are accepting that it's not a sin. And that's where like the problem comes in because obviously it is a sin. And I think the problem is um, people are trying to modernize the, should I say the word of God or the Bible, which is not supposed to be so. But then, yeah, I think that's where I'll stop for now. Okay. Um, Ify, before before you go, I, I just want to point out something, you know, in respect to what um, Ifoma and um, David were having a conversation about. And I think someone else also made the conversation about it, where they said um, it is in the Old Testament and not New Testament, whatever, like a... Well, the the book of First Corinthians six nine to ten actually does not agree with that statement. It mentions it there, and when you read uh, verse nine of that same um, chapter, it says, "Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, sodomites. You know, none of this will inherit the kingdom of God. So we should not." Um, speak out of scope to say it was in the old testament even the new testament also frowned against and on exactly that, and on that, i'm sorry okay and at the point where tifa um i think tifa made a point about like if we were in the old testament we'll still be slaughtering goats is this is coming like this is a bit like this is like outside what we are supposed to talk about but like that's why jesus came that's why God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. So we don't have to do the slaughtering of the goats anymore. So like you said, I agree that we are the Old Testament or not. Jesus Jesus already like, should I say not modernized, like he adjusted the law to be less, to be less, um, how do, I don't know the English to use, but to be less severe. If you are operating on grace. Exactly, we are operating on grace, but still, that doesn't mean that even when we are operating on grace, there are just some things that we don't compromise on. Yes, that, and that, like that I said, what you said, if that's why I think the same Bible also mentioned something. I can't remember the verse, but it says, "Do we continue in sin and expect the grace of grace God? to abound?" Exactly. So, yeah, I understand your point, but you know, just to move on to some other people, uh, I I just want to ask you one question personally, if so. Okay. Your own personal position now, as a Christian, your own personal position, do you think the gay rights perspective or do you think the gay rights should be embraced or avoided? I feel like... Um, I, the thing is, this embrace or avoided is... I don't think is 
covering it properly because we can't avoid it. It has to be spoken about. But accept when we are saying embrace, it means I don't know the, the definition of embrace that you mean. But if you mean embrace as in inculcating it into the church, it shouldn't be inculcated into the church but we can't still avoid it because it's still something like to be spoken about because obviously it's a sin and it has to be listed at that as that i don't know if you okay okay i'm so sorry to cut she just actually mentioned something about incorporating it into the church so are you saying that when gay people come to the church we turn them back they shouldn't be allowed to worship no, in the no, church. No, 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 oh, no, no. Of course, that's why. Go as far as, far as being workers in the church. I can't answer the workers' part because in of the church because. To sleep with. No, no. Wait, wait. The, the truth is, eh? Let me explain this thing to you now. I don't know how. Okay, I don't know what I. Like you said, you are from a Christian background, so you know that I don't know the churches, but. In my church, like if you have to be a if you have to be a worker in church, nobody can satisfy hundred percent that you are holy or you are void of sin, right? But like there are some basic, should I say, training and things that you have to go through. That's why when um when maybe like people that are single have children outside of wedlock they like ask them not to serve you can be in the church but not serve because like it's 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 going to show like to to the remaining people or to new converts that is oh it is okay to do this or it is okay to commit whatever sin it is and we have already established as a sin so i don't know that's all I have to say. Thank you. Okay. Uh, um, David, you have something to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can answer the question Stephanie raised, actually. Um, first one as to gay people having the right to walk in church because of who they decide to sleep with. Um, I'm sorry, but you can't walk into the military and say, um, but I don't want to wear the uniform. So that, that I'm sorry, that scenario doesn't really fly because at the end of the day, um, the church is, is meant to be a holy place with certain rules, certain expectations, certain doctrines that guide how things happen within that. It's also church. supposed to be a so place cannot... where there's a certain let, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Let Irrespective. Me finish, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Um, so a church is open to everybody. Um, but again, just as the hospital is open to everybody, not everybody can get to the hospital and wear a lab coat that I'm a doctor. Um, so that, that, that wouldn't fly. Yes, the church is open. They can come in and worship. Um, but they can't come in with the right to say, yes, I can climb the altar and decide to give a sermon. I don't agree. Again, with the hospital scenario, everybody can go into the hospital, but not everybody can wear a lab coat and say, I'm a doctor, I'm on duty. Um, so yes, um, just, just to clarify that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with churches not allowing people to become workers based on things like this. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not... I can understand why they wouldn't do that. And just to clarify that. And in terms of the embrace or avoid, um, embrace in this context is not really about... Um, inculcating things into like the church traditions and stuff like that. You don't have to change the color of the church and things like that. What I mean by embrace is in our daily lives, like, is it fine to actually get close to people that are gay and, and accept... Don't forget that many people that are gay are not even Christians in the first place. So, in their world, it is not a sin. Okay? So, you're the one that thinks it's a sin because you're a Christian. You're the one that says something is off because you're a Christian. They don't operate within that same domain. So, they are living their life the way they know how to live it. 
So my, my embrace is not really about the church changing their traditions to, to align with that. That's not what my embrace means. Embrace is um, show love uh, and care for them. And this is coming from a place of the popularity of quite the opposite, where people, people tend to detest gay people, if that makes sense. So um, I hope I've cared. David, thank you. And I'll leave it at that. Um, thank you for your submission, David. Let's just move on to the next person on the speaker session. Toby, please, you have the mic. Toby. Um, my mommy actually said most of the things I had the mic to say. So, um, though I still have other things to say, but I'll just allow the next person to talk at the moment. Thank you. You can drop me from speaker. Okay, no problem. Uh, the next person is Serenpidity. Um, okay. Hi, guys. Um, I'll be speaking for queer people because I'm queer. Um, I, I find it um, unsettling that um, some of the views say, oh, okay, it's the same. Okay, let's, let's argue on that context. Um, what's up, HRM? <laughs> okay, so let's, let's admit, okay, let's say, fine, it's a sin. Okay. If it's a sin, um, are we trying to say that other sins are not as um, grievous? Has been queer. Um, if we truly want to live by um, the principles and the standards in the Bible, um, I don't think anybody would be alive because we would all probably be dead by now. We're commenting every day. Um, there are cheats, there are liars, there are gaslighters, there are backstabbers, there are people who defraud, they are corrupt people. In fact, corrupt people build churches and do thanksgiving and all of that. Yet, it is um, all the time um, about the LGBTQ. Like, see, personally, if every other queer person can be like me, I swear down, everybody will be alright because personally, I don't give a freaking I don't give a damn about validation. I don't I'd like I don't even need you to see me. I don't need you to accept me. I don't need you to do anything. Just day your day, make a day my day. I, I don't think anybody should accept anybody. Just respect human beings. So long as um nobody's forcing anybody to do what they don't want to do, I don't think there's an issue with it. Okay, if we argue that, oh, oh, based on the principles, how many of us are living with the principles in the Bible? Okay, so we think, okay, some other sins that we commit is okay then. This other one is not okay because we, we probably do, do not swing that way. I just feel like, man, it, it is really unfair. For the way some, some people are going about it, I, I, don't, I don't think it's actually necessary, like, like, can you just be yourself? Can you do your thing and go your way and be, and be gentle? You know, for the whole, the other people that are so, that carry it on their head all the time, I mean, I don't understand what they're trying to achieve, but I can still understand some of their plights. Let's not forget that most of these people face a lot of um, harsh, harsh um, rejections. A lot of them face, in fact, they kill a lot of them, they lynch a lot of them, they mob a lot of them. I mean, can, can we also, like, try and see things from, okay, why, why do these people, why do some of them act this way? It may be wrong, yeah, but for every action, there was, uh, for every reaction, there was an action. 
So what, what, what happens when you, you get denied certain things because of how you swing? So I don't know how, how some people tend to like just judge you and, 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 and diminish your, 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 your qualities because of who you choose to, to, to be with in, at, at the privacy of your room. I, I don't think it makes any sense. So for me, personally, so long as um, it, is not, um, it is not rape, it is not coercion, it is not force, I don't think it, there's, there, there should be any problem. I mean, these are adults. Consensual. Like nobody tied rope on their neck. I don't think it should be anybody's business. That is my own personal stand. Like, as I am like this, I don't give a crap. I don't need to, I don't even want to be validated because I don't need nobody's validation. No, no, no straight person will come to you and say, Oh, see me, I exist. So why should I why why would I want to do that? So I, I mean, let's just still try and you know be be a bit realistic. If you want to if you want to judge on things, all of us they sin. All of us now sinner. If we if we say okay, by seeing make we know they enter church, nobody could enter church. Um, okay, I'll I'll hold the mic for now, David. All right, David, uh, you have a question, right? Yeah, j- just to clarify something again. This this is not. Uh, we are not trying to judge anybody here. I'm I'm just. I mean that's that's like the sentiment I was getting from the last speaker. That's not what this is about. Please, we're not we're not trying to say whether you should do something or something. The talk around it is a sin is just within the Christian context, and not everybody operates under that domain. So that is fine. So that talk of sin is not to make anybody feel bad or to think someone is better than the other. That's definitely not what it's about. Okay, I'm just talking like, um, should we detest as what is in Nigeria, for example, if you tell okay, someone um, the, the as, energy as, you get is very different. So that's not what this is about. I'm just trying to like, you know, that's not we're not trying to judge or say what is better. No, 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 no. Okay, we're okay. just yeah. Okay, let, let, me, let me give a straight answer to that. Um, as, as a Christian, as someone who believes in God and I'm, I'm, deep, I'm deeply spiritual, I don't, I don't, I don't think um, we should be rejected or accepted. I feel like just give people their due respect. Just if somebody, so long as somebody, you know, doesn't um, commit any crime, like so long as I don't, I don't force you to do anything and I'm maintaining my, my, my lane, like just let me be. I don't like that. Was what I said I don't care about acceptance or reject, like just allow people be themselves so long as they are adults and they say, This is what I want. You don't have to accept, you don't have to just, just see them as humans because that is who they are. I, I have a question for you if you don't mind. What, what did you say? I have a question for you if you don't mind. Okay, okay. you said you're a Christian, right? Yeah. And you believe in heaven and hell? Yeah. For the context of this question and for the um, essence of the question, you also hope to get to heaven someday, right? Of course. And from the Bible, the law of Moses down to the New Testament and everything, uh, you, you, you understand that um, there, there's, there are, you know, submissions or let me just say insinuations by the bible because i know not everybody believes it by the bible that's all these things doers of all these things which includes lying and the rest will not make it to heaven do you believe that okay with the bible and with the christianity doctrines and everything that people that actually find themselves as part of this community or part of people that actually have this right 
will end up in heaven or hell? Just yes or no question. Answer. I just like like, like you 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 and I know life is not yes or no. Yeah. Life is not yes or no. Now let me use myself as um, a realistic example. Um, at first, I tried to. I think majority of us went through that phase where you hate yourself, you reject yourself, you try to stay, you do, you do everything, and at the end of the day, or after so many years, you just, you know. So for me personally, I just resolved that. Except God by Himself does something about it, I am done fighting it. And let me tell you the truth, guys. This is what majority of us go through. We may come out and pretend that, oh, we are cool, we are strong. It's a lie. A lot of us, we cry. Because, I mean, sometimes we even say, how, how did this come about? So for me personally, it got to a point where I just said, Omo, Papa God, Nayanda, I did. You know, if anything would happen, it would come from God. So me, I've left that topic. Like, I've left it and... I just try to do the good I can and the one I cannot do. I let it slide because I'm human. I am human. I, I do the best I can and I leave the rest. If not, I mean, I can't, I can't, I'm not, um, I'm, not a saint, I'm, 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 I'm not a saint or anything. So I just I do my best and I leave the rest. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. Um, if we have, if you have anything to say, we'll always come back to you. So no problem. Just be here with us for now. Uh, I think the next speaker on the space is Covenant. Covenant, please, you have the mic. Hi everyone. Um, on the Christian perspective on gay rights, um, while I think that sin is sin, and how sin is dealt with however differs and we cannot remove the fact that human beings would always try to you know scale something if somebody commits fornication in the church and it's known the way it's dealt with is probably different from someone that told a lie while it should not be that way i cannot justify why it is that way however in the, in the context of christendom we say um being gay is not right or we don't see it as right I feel like in relating with people, Jesus still says, or the Bible still says, love your neighbor as yourself. So the kind of love you would give to the person next to you, they are still um, entitled to it. Their sexuality should not affect what kind of, um, the kind of reactions or actions you have towards them. You should not be discriminatory. However, you can choose to hate their sin, but not them or their actions they still deserve love as human beings and even the bible we are following says we should love them so i think that love them hate their sins and i think we should be fine i mean in the light of christianity thank you thank you very much uh david or do you have anything to add no, no, no. I think what she said is very consistent with everything I've said before. Um, yeah. Yes, I think love, she, I love she hit the nail on the head. Like, she hit it for me. Like Even for me, so I love you, this. It's thing. okay if you don't like the person's lifestyle, but it shouldn't negate how you treat them. You shouldn't treat them less because of because they choose to live a different life from you. And like David said earlier, Christianity is not the beginning and the end of every... It doesn't, like, govern everybody. People have other their own beliefs so because your belief and your you know your quote-unquote moral value says oh what this person is doing is wrong 
doesn't necessarily mean that what they're doing is wrong. So yeah, over to the next speaker. In, in fact, the Bible demands that you love them. Demands yeah. that you love them. So it's not a choice. You so have to it, exactly, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Well, moving on to the next speaker. I think we're moving on. We're, we're moving on so well tonight. Uh, I think people are coming up, and I'm so happy about it. And yeah, just to just to be clear about it, this topic is not just for Christians. You know, even if you're a Muslim, you're a pagan, you're a traditional worshiper. We're expecting you to come up and just air your views, and let's hear from you. It's not just for Christians. And with that being said, I can see Ifoma and um, Ifi's hand up. We'll be back to you, please. Just let us give other people some time and opportunity to speak. Samson, please, you have the mic. Samson? Hello. Yeah. Yeah, good evening. Yeah, good. Uh, so, um, in yeah. my opinion, um, so I don't. It's a sin, and to be honest with you, I have um, I have this particular bias against them. But then, listening to every other person, it should, I think my I think why the bias I have against them is the fact that most of these people, some of these people, tend to want to push their this their agenda on on you, which I think it is wrong. You can't speak out against them. You can't, like, we see what's going on in the world right now. They're trying to push this agenda to children in schools. If you want to live your life, live your life. But where I have a problem is you trying to push that agenda on on others to make them want to follow in your path. So if you don't do that, if you don't force your agenda on me, then I have no issues with you. Live your life the way you want to live your life. You already know this thing you're doing. Or deep down inside of you, I know you know this thing you're doing or this kind of lifestyle you want to live is a sin. And if you feel that is how you want to continue, fine. But where I draw a line or where I would have issues with people in these categories when you'd like to push your agenda on other people. Samson, can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think these people choose that life? if you want to live that life? Do you think they actually choose to live that life? I think something would have influenced it first off. Um, like I tell maybe some people, I think um, whatever choice we make in life, whatever thing we want to be, we want the choice we make in life, it was, it's, it's, as an, it's, it's from an influence we see in other people. You can't just, um, I feel when growing up, you probably wanted, you probably saw someone do something and you were like, okay, I think I want to do this thing also. Probably he, he appeal, it appeals to you and you want to also do that kind of thing. So yes, I think they, some of them chose the life or I would say they all chose the life. Okay, you, you, your submission is the all, in your own words, the all chose the life. I think they chose the life, yes, for me. But, but you agree with me that there are certain people that claim in quotes that they, they were born that way or that that's how they feel about yes. So yeah, in, I know people in, in that case, how do you how do you divorce how do you divorce that personality from the sexuality that they feel, especially when they strongly believe that, you know they didn't choose it. What they had, who they had. Yeah, so I, f- I feel it's we'll still have to go back to being being spiritual at the end of the day. I'm not going to say I'm a spiritual oh, person. So, sorry, I'm a... sorry, 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 Samson. Just, just before, sorry for interrupting you. Sorry, sorry. Right. But I feel like we are, we are, we are going 
way far away from the conversation now. Um, as to why people decide to be gay, as to whether it's a choice, as to whether they are born that way, I think that is a completely different topic. So if we start that conversation now, um, we would lose track of what we're actually trying to discuss. So please, I understand that it's easy to just swerve into lanes and, and, and go into different directions, but that is really not what this is about, if you guys don't mind, please. Um, let's, let's not continue to toe that line because, again, it's, it's not as black and white as we would like to make it seem on space. Whether it's spiritual or it's not spiritual or natural, Again, um, let's just leave that aside. That's really not what this is about. So, um, just, as much as I agree with you, David, but you, the thing is, um, <sighs> you see that train of thought and that mentality, and I agree, we shouldn't delve there. It's also, um, it determines or it's also a determining factor as to how you treat people and if you're going to embrace them or avoid them. And that's just the simple truth. And that train of thought of it being spiritual is a very deadly. Is a very, very deadly train of thought. So that pushing, what do you say, pushing a narrative or agenda is very deadly. But like David said, we're not going to get into it. But I just want us to know that it's also going to affect how you treat people and how you treat gay people. I mean, the one thing I would love to achieve from this space is to show my fellow Christians that um, actually, by law, by what you believe, by what you trust and worship, you are supposed to act in a particular way that many of them are not acting in. So that's what this is about, really. And I, I want to try as much as possible to keep us on that line, if that makes sense. Thanks. And also, yeah, um, I understand our agenda, but the thing is, um, if you look at um, um, serendipity, uh, I don't mean any offense by what I'm going to say, but the thing is, if we're supposed to show, irrespective of who people have, we're supposed to show them love according to the Bible. We're not supposed to discriminate or whatever. But then he also says we should try to lead people. I think we should try to, as much as possible, preach the gospel and lead people to God and make them make people do the right thing so we can all at the end of the day make heaven. But then you cannot or I don't know, few people that have met if you try to tell them or try to ask why they're doing these things and try to probably preach to them or tell them, do you think this thing is good? It gets, um, how would I put it now? Uh, it, it, it seems as if you're condemning them and they don't like it. So I guess for me, I just, I tend to stay away from most of them. That's just my own opinion. Okay, thank you very much. That's thank it. you very much, Samson. I'm just going to respond to you instead of Lessie. Um, because you're not supposed to be preaching, you're supposed to be accepting and accept that of, of everybody, irrespective of who they're sexually attracted to. So, if you're going to be preaching to me because of my choice, of um, of, not my choice, of who I am sexually attracted to, I would stay clear of you and I'll give you heat. So, it's, it's totally understandable that that's the reaction you're getting if you are preaching to people because of who they're sexually attracted to, my love. All right. So I was going to say something to Samson. Will you preach to someone who is fornicating? Yes, we actually actually supposed to. I wouldn't say I do that because exactly, yeah, exactly. That's it right there. (laughs) It's all right. Okay. With that being said, please, uh, I would like to jump to the next speaker. And please, 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 I beg you, this next speaker, please try as much as possible to keep your English very English, and keep your statement very short. Jamal. 
I don't understand what that means. Um, do I not speak English normally? I don't um, know where you are. I don't know where you are, but please, 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 your speaker. It seems like <laughs> it's like in a warehouse. Can you hear me better? We can. Well, just talk. We will try. Talk. No, no, because I was using um, my headphones. I've had to take it off. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so um, first of all, I should declare that I identify as a queer person myself. So um, it's always good to start off with that, so everyone is fully aware. And um, I used to be a Christian. Also, it's good to put that in, so everyone is aware. Um, a few things. Number one, the Bible teaches us to love, all right? To love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Um, and that love for our neighbor transcends tribe, tongue, whatever, sexuality, etc., etc. we are to love. And if we were to take a cue from Jesus, um, the Lord Jesus Christ um, was friends with people who the Pharisees considered sinners, um, workers of iniquity. Um, you know, a very popular one was Zacchaeus. You know, um, an average pious Jew wouldn't be friends with a tax collector, you know, because they were considered to be sinful people. They were considered to be um, deceitful, dishonest, etc., etc. Jesus ate in Zacchaeus' house. You know, um, we also remember the a lady who was considered to be a harlot, who came and washed Jesus' feet with very expensive wood and used her hair to massage it in. You know, and the Pharisees were like, oh my God, look at it. Look at this nonsense. You know, they had a problem with it, etc., etc., etc. There was the woman who um, they were going to stone to death. And Jesus said, let he without sin be the first to cast a stone. Thankfully, he was not speaking to Nigerians before, you know, or more therefore killed that woman that day. But, you know, thankfully, he was speaking to Jews. They did not stone the woman. My point is that we have lessons to learn from Jesus. You know, that's number one. Number two, when, you know, I, I know this may seem to delve a bit, but when people say, you know, people are not born like that, da, 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 I tend to ask them, at what point, assuming you're straight, did you choose to be straight? You know, so think about it. Say you like the opposite sex. At what point did you wake up? Which day did you wake up and say, from today, I will like the opposite sex? Most likely, there was never that point. You just realized you like woman or you like man, the opposite sex. And that's how it is for, you know, um, queer people as well. You know, people are always discovering themselves. There are people who don't discover their queerness until much later in life. You know, there are people who discover their queerness earlier on in life, etc., etc., you know, human experience is very different, you know. So, I wouldn't say, you know, people choose whatever, 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 because you don't really make a choice, you know. It doesn't also make sense, speaking rationally, that people would choose to be um, a minority, you know. In fact, it's a burden on most people. If they could do away with it, they'd do away with it. Why would you choose, I mean, think about people who are queer and live in some of the most hostile regions of the world, regions where they cannot be themselves, you know, regions where they have to you, you think about it. Why would they choose to be that way? It doesn't make any sense. It would be much easier for them to be, you know, conforming. And, you know, a lot of people actually conform. If you go to Abuja, if you go to Lekki, lots of queer people who are married to, you know, the opposite sex because whatever reason. Whether or not that's a good thing is a different topic altogether. But my point is that if people could do that, if people can do that, 
then it is clear that if they could do away with that queer part of themselves, they probably would anyway. You know, but unfortunately, it is what it is. That's the other one. The other part I also want to speak on is when people say, oh, the gay agenda. Yeah, that makes me laugh. A lot of gay people grew up looking at their mommy and their daddy. And they are gay. They watched husband and wife in movies. And they are gay. You know, in, 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 in school, they learned um, a nuclear family is made up of the mother, the father, the children. Yes, they are gay. Etc., etc. The, 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 the world is so heteronormative that it is laughable that you would think that there's a gay agenda to make your children gay. If your children are not gay, they are not gay. There's nothing anybody can do to make them gay. That is what it is. You know, and don't get me wrong, I do appreciate that um, um, people, whether children, adults, whatever, can say, oh, peer pressure, or because it looks cool, blah, blah, blah. They say, oh, you know, they identify as one thing or the other. The truth of the matter is that if they are not that thing, they are not that thing. They may seem to identify, but eventually they would realize that they are not that thing. It's that simple. You know, so when you're saying, oh, um, let's keep it away from our kids, blah, 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 blah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's the... There's a different type of politics, the trans identity politics. That's a different thing altogether, you know. You know, and I have my opinions on that, but I will not speak on that now because that's not the topic for this room. But you know, just merely saying and um, seeing gay people in movies or listening to gay artists or whatever, you say, oh, that's a gay agenda going to make your children gay. That's ridiculous. If you, as a straight man who is married to a straight woman, mommy and daddy in the home, you cannot influence your child to be straight such that someone in a movie is influencing them to be gay, then perhaps you should reflect and think about it. Why are you not a good example to your children? You know, because they are looking at you and they want to be gay. Why? Consider that. Think about it. Spend some time. Think about it. So that's that. And then lastly, you know, I, I appreciate that, you know, because we're speaking within a Christian context, you know, the, 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 the Bible is clear. You know, it is a sin. It is a sin. It is a sin. If we're to go by biblical instruction, it is a sin. Yeah? Um, Romans chapter 1 is very clear. You know, um, God gave them over to reprobate minds, blah, 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 blah. Very clear. You know, however, Christianity is a personal relationship with God. It is a personal relationship with God. I do understand that there's the religion that has certain tenets and doctrines and etc., 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 but by and large, Christianity is a personal relationship. The Bible talks about working, um, working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Your own salvation. At the end of the day, you are going to heaven or hell, wherever, based on your own lifestyle, you know, based on what you have done yourself. So it is good, you know, to want to um, um, preach and blah, 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 blah. But again, God can see your intentions. If you a fornicator, you are fornicating. Your bed is not undefiled. You know, you think you want to be preaching to another person. Come on now. Jesus said, take out um, um, the, how did you put it? Is it the love in your own eye? Before you, you know, This speck. You want to remove someone's speck. You have a full love in your own eye. Sort yourself out. You know, and it's, you, you, they do shashe. You, you know, your way no pure. You're in multiple get DM asking for news. You know, said, I can go on and on. But then, once you see, once you see gay people, all of a sudden, you remember your apostolic Dada, ministry. Dada, you have one minute to round up. Your... No, no, I'm going to round up. I'm almost done. You know, you remember your apostolic ministry. No, 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 no. <laughs> God can see your heart and can see your intentions. That those intentions are fueled by hate. Nonetheless, you are within your rights to intercede in private. Pray for people. 
always like when, when I say I'm not a Christian anymore, and people say whatever they say, I say, pray for me. There's nothing God cannot do. Pray for me. So, so if you, not to speak to anybody in particular, but speaking to Samson, you know, because I know the fear we mentioned earlier, go on your knees, take it upon yourself every night. Pray, oh God, change the hearts of all the gays in the world. Keep praying. Because at the end of the day, conversion is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that convicts, that convinces. You know? So if you take it upon yourself from now, you go on dry fasting for the rest of July, you are praying, you have faith, with only a mustard seed size of faith, you can move mountains. I'm sure that perhaps standing in the gap, you know, you know. Daja, uh, thank you thank very you. much. <laughs> Daja, mute yourself. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, okay, that was interesting. That was a nice discourse. David, do you have anything to say? No, again, everybody's <laughs> saying the same. No, not same thing, but no, no, no. It's, what, what everything he said is constant. What I've said, so it's exactly, not exactly. Yeah, I, I, I'm, it's, I don't know, Tifa. What about he's, you? He's hammering the message I'm trying to pass across. <laughs> Tifa, <laughs> although in a very comical way, but that's interesting. Tifa, what about you? Tifa, are you here with us? Okay, I think if I snow with us right now. Oh no, no, I'm right here. I was just playing game while I was listening. I'm right here. And, they were beating you. Know, you I love you so much, Jaja. You said everything I've had to say. I've just been keeping it in because I'm not so much supposed to have so much of an opinion. But thank you so much, Jaja. I love you. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, just keep it up. Um, big up. Yeah, big up. You have, you have, you were here earlier. Do you have something to say, please? Let's hear from you. Big up. Okay, in the absence of anything from big up, let's move back to Ify. Ify, yeah, you had your hands up. Oh, hi, I'm back. Anyways, I just wanted to quickly chip in. I, I forgot what I wanted to say, but I still want to quickly chip this in. That I know, like, this topic is a bit volatile, but another thing I would say as Christians is, like, what the Bible says that um, it's not our place to judge, that we should not judge so that we too will not be judged. So basically, it's God that's going to judge all of us, whether whoever does right. Because, like, I don't know who said so, but all the sin, the, the person that lies and the person that's fornicating and the person that's gay, all of us, we are the same thing. So, yeah, so we are not supposed to judge. And then I was going to say, like, like um, not, not really, it, it seems like I'm repeating everything. I, I really lost my train of thought. But, like, um, I don't know who said so. Anyways, but the person said, like, it's our duty to love. Because, like, as Christians, the character we, like, the character we give out is, should I say, the, is like preaching. I don't know how to word it properly but like what we do the the attributes we show that's like the preaching we are supposed to preach to any, anybody like something say you're not like you can't go and be i think it's rude i would say i think it's rude to go and like confront somebody and say oh you must stop this like jaja said pray for the person if you pray for the person is the work of the holy spirit to convince the person otherwise so 
we should not be. It's just like saying, like, maybe um, you, you are a Christian and maybe a Muslim comes to preach to you to convert or vice versa. How would you feel if somebody comes to, like, invalidate your your religion? But still, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there are just some things that would do that. I think, uh -huh, okay, the point I was going to make is, like, humanity, like, Apart from even Christianity, self even we are not putting it aside, but like like we have to be human in what we are doing in like what we are doing because it's still like when we medicine rubbish. But when we, we can put, come like, back uh, to you if you eh? I can come back to you. Yes, come back to me, please. Okay, okay. Bye bye. I'll come back. <laughs> I don't even know which I don't be talking. I will come right. back to you. Um, yes. Serendipity, you have the mic, please. Serendipity? Marcus, please, you have the mic. Um, okay. So uh I'll just like to say is, I mean, this topic is um, is one that we all know it's very volatile, and I mean, there are always um mixed reactions concerning it. But um, nevertheless, the only thing I'll just um want to chip in is, see, whatever rocks your boat and whatever works best for you, please just we should just we should all learn to let people be. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can okay, hear you. So um I said uh whatever works for anyone, I feel um we should learn to uh let people be no matter their sexuality, no matter what they choose to practice or whatever, let's just let people be and we should stop trying to um impose our own notion of sexuality on people because at the end of the day we can't all be the same. We're all unique and we're all um we're not the same we do not have the same mentality and we cannot all have the same thing in common so let's just let people be that's just my own two cents concerning this thank you thank you very much marcus uh i think the next person here is going to be chikes i don't know hello yeah, yeah please you have the mic Okay, um, I've been listening closely, and um, what I want to say is really not um a contribution, but a question that comes out of the topic. The topic says the Christian perspective on gay rights, embrace or avoid. So my question now is, does your perspective or does anybody's perspective matter when it comes to issues like this? Or as a Christian, there's a standpoint on what it is. Should we embrace it or should we avoid it? It is a question I'm only asking. And if the response is outside Christianity, then... Whatever we're doing is we should deliberate on it as human beings and not as Christians because I think Christianity already has a standpoint as to what it thinks about it. So if you put it up for deliberations or for discussion, does it change the Christian standpoint of what it is? You can talk about it from today till next year. 
the Christian standpoint of it's clear. So why discuss it? So I think the topic should be changed. It's no longer the Christian perspective. It should be the human perspective about gay rights. Because whether you argue the Bible or try to change it, it does not change anything about it. God does not change his his um, status or what he has said about it because a group of people came and talked about it. Are we trying to convince God to say, probably change your what you've said? Or did Christianity get it wrong? Or maybe we should be discussing, did Christianity get it wrong when they said, or is the Christian standpoint on gay rights wrong or correct? So that's all I have to say. Thank you. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, but David, before you speak, I, w- I just want to pass a message across. Um, I know we haven't been, you know, executing the, the time limits for each person. So I just want to put it out now that from going forward, each person will have just two minutes. And um, I will notify you if you have an extra minute. So please, going forward, try to put your questions or your submissions very short and precise and very concise. Thank you very much. David, you have a minute. Yeah, just just to respond to Chikes, um, firstly, Christianity does not exist in a vacuum. So um, whether you pay attention to the things happening around you or not, they are happening. Um, and to give to give an answer to your question of um, the Christian perspective, um, there was a time, I don't know if it was Peter or Paul, when they went to Athens and they saw that they had so many altars for so many gods. What did they do? They created an altar for their own god. What does that tell you? That was acceptance of the culture they met on ground. So the fact that you're Christian doesn't mean when you go somewhere or you're in an environment where everything does not really align with your Christianity, it means you're in a bad place. No, um, you're still meant to adapt to whatever situation it is and then find a way to pass your message. So um, just just to buttress that point of um, Christian perspective and we have our principles, it should not be about Christian perspective. No, there are instances where even Christians are in environments that don't necessarily align to their beliefs, but they found a way to take advantage of it. And I'm referring back to that story in the Bible of Peter or Paul. I can't remember, I think it was in Athens. They met many altars for so many gods. And they created their own altar for their own god. So David, I, I don't know how that... Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yes, thank you very much. I'll have, sorry, I'll have to cut you short on that. Um, we have to move forward. The next person on the speaker session is Ara. Yeah, please, Ara, you have two minutes. Like I said, please keep it very pre- um, concise. Two minutes, Ara. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's Ara, not Ara. <laughs> yes. Um, first, I would like to say that um, if you belong to a sect, you are bound by the conviction of that sect. You are bound by the dictates of that sect. Right? That is to say that um, the moment you say you're a Christian, you're bound by whatever it is the whole Christianity dictates, right? So, um, then I'd say that opposes the question: is gay is gay right a thing in Christianity, right? Um, I think that conversation is very political. I think that Christianity in of itself, in fact, faith, um, and religion, and religion are political submissions, personally. So um, that's a very long gist. I just find it very disrespectful that um, 
people would want to dictate to people according to their own faith. So um, if you say that you're a Christian and then you want to dictate to people how to have sex, first of all, it is your personal prerogative, first of all. And two, God, Jesus never had conversations around sexuality. So that makes that conversation even more... more um, dicey because everything around sexuality in the bible was as submitted by people it was never a jesus's standpoint it was this person that said this or this law that said this if i am wrong i stand to be corrected it's from that premise i am saying that i don't think that it is actually a, a thing for people to say christianity is against this thing because if we believe in God as a standard, as Jesus as a standard, then we cannot really double on this conversation because Jesus never said anything about sexuality. God never said anything about sexuality. It was just people. It was Apostle Paul that I think I have problem with some of the submissions that give certain conversations around this. Um, and then the Leviticus, which also um, portrays the hypocrisy of, of religion because the same Leviticus I talked about um, sexuality being a problem. Someone that said we shouldn't cut our hairs, we shouldn't clap public region, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, plenty we shouldn't. So we cannot have, we cannot say that grace covers this other one that doesn't cover this other one. Again, politics and hypocrisy, right? So I, I just, my, my, my simple submission is that I don't think that religion has a range to dictate if it is right or wrong because the standpoint of religion, which is Jesus, never had a conversation around this. Instead, it says, love, love your neighbor by love your neighbor as you love yourself. Is my neighbor gay? Love the neighbor. Is my neighbor um Hispanic? Love your neighbor. Is my neighbor does my neighbor commit um, does my neighbor love abortion? Love your neighbor. Does my neighbor, whatever whatever it is that is very seemingly not right, it is your problem. But Jesus says, Love your neighbor still, right? gay or not so should we accept it or should not accept it was never a thing religion avoided that conversation god really avoided that conversation but religion gave a stand right so my, my submission is how that i think that gay conversations with christianity is is dicey and political yeah two minutes thank you very much thank you <clears throat> um let me move on to um Midi, Midi, please, you have the mic. Hi, good evening, everyone. Um, so I'm just, I'm going to try my best to, sorry, I have to turn off my fan. I'm going to try my best to be very concise and spend two minutes. So I think I'm going to start with judging. I've been hearing judge, judgmental XYZ all day. And I can say as a Christian, it is not in your place. I am a Christian a born-again Christian, and I know as a Christian that it is not in my place to judge anybody. That's the standard that God has set for us. It's not in your place to judge anybody. Another question I would throw out to people who have been saying, oh, you know, Christianity this, Christianity that is. You've heard a lot about, or you, you should have heard a lot of gay people, lesbians, and queer people generally leaving the house of the Lord, leaving the church walking away because they feel judged. So my question is, as a Christian, where in the Bible does God say, you know, for you to win them over, you have to judge them? Because if you're judging them, 
as a Christian, how do you plan to win them over? How do you plan to preach that gospel that you so much know about? And how do you plan to help them become saved? First of all, it's not even, you, you can go out and evangelize, but it's not your place to convict anyone. It's the Holy Spirit that convicts. So if you just sow the seed, you are the one that would go and say, oh, hi, you know, have you heard about the gospel of the Lord, X, Y, Z? And then the Holy Spirit is the one that does the job. That's why you hear people come two or three years or four years or five years after someone has preached to them to say, oh, I finally gave my life to Christ. Because it can take that long. So my question as a Christian, all Christians on this space, if you start to judge queer people now in their faces and behind their backs, how do you plan to bring them to God? Because the more you judge them, the more they will run away from the church. I respect doctrines and I respect the Bible and the Bible is very clear. Now, another thing I will say is you can hate the sin, not the person. Yes, you can say, oh, and another thing is we even operate under a new grace. We, are, we operate under New Testament because if not, when you lie, you're supposed to go and, you know, maybe kill a ram and use the blood to ask for forgiveness but we don't do that anymore so there are so many things that we can say to say you are not allowed as a christian to judge anybody you are not allowed as in listen to me again you are not allowed what you're supposed to do is love them now i've heard people say i can love them from afar but it doesn't mean that i i validate or i am in support of what they do fine that's why i said you can hate the scene not the person Right. Because I can say I don't like people that tell lies. But do I will I say I for example, if Leslie tells lies, I can say Leslie, that particular action, I don't like it. Sorry, what does it mean? What'd you say? Why must I be the example? Keep quiet, Joe. But it doesn't mean that I hate Leslie. It doesn't mean I should hate Leslie. It doesn't mean I should show any form of hate towards Leslie. Sin is sin. So if I don't like lies, I don't like people that maybe sleep with the same sex then you don't like everybody then you're supposed to it, it's not it's not the person it's the scene it's the act that you don't like so you don't have any place to judge them because if you're saying that you want them to change like like judge said you're supposed to pray but you're also supposed to love it's that love that draws people in the more you love people the more they see like oh my god i've heard so many people say oh my god this particular person is such a christian and they didn't even know that they were christians just because of the way they love it's so clear. See, again, the Bible is complete. Love your neighbors as yourself. Love another man. Love. Love. As in, if we count the number of times love is said you have one in the minute. Bible. Okay, I'll soon finish. But if we count the number of times love is said in the Bible, we would not be pushing away anybody from the house of God or from Christianity or from our religion. Because God's foundation for our religion, Christianity, is love. So where's the love when you're saying, oh, this person is a terrible person for being attracted to? Do I like the act? No, I don't. <coughs> Personally, I'm rounding up. But yes, as a Christian, you are not allowed to hate anybody. You're not allowed to say that somebody is terrible because they, they are attracted to certain people. You're only supposed to love, pray, and ask God to help them. Finish. Thank you very much, Mide. We We appreciate your submission. Thank you. Um. The next person is going to be Iyala. Iyala, please and please, you have two minutes. You you have the mic. 
I'm not understanding why you're begging me specially. Because okay. me, I know you. You're no, over, you're over like that. Last. They say don't want you to to stop you that problem. So, yeah, okay. you oh, yeah, let, me, let me start. Let me start. <laughs> I agree with what a lot of people have said in that don't judge, you know, love. But let me play the devil's advocate for a little bit. As a Christian, homosexuality is a sin. We have been called to preach the gospel, which includes that part, that homosexuality is a sin. So if I go out to preach this gospel and I meet a gay person, I'm saying, oh, I want to preach the love of Christ. I love you so much. Love, love, love. And the person says, excuse me, but your religion hates me. You love me, but your religion says everything I am is a sin. Jige, where do you go from there? Do you say, oh, yeah, it's a sin, no, but I still love you. If you don't change, you'll probably end up in hellfire, but I love you. You know, there is no, there is no way to say it that the other person will not pick offense. Now, having said that, when we go back to Jesus Christ, I saw somebody tweet on the timeline that, well, Jesus said, go and say no more after he said, don't cast the first stone at Bikinikon. Even though he said that, let's take Mary the prostitute, for example. Do you think that after she wiped Jesus's feet with her hair, that she quit prostitution? Because it didn't say in the Bible anywhere that Mary stopped being a prostitute the minute she met Jesus Christ. It is entirely plausible that she was still in that career while Jesus loved her, catered to her, gave her audience. So I believe that that's what Jesus Christ has called each and every Christian to do. You can love them, be friendly with them, you know, and still, you know, th there are people, me, okay, a Man U fan and a Chelsea fan probably don't support the same team, but they will watch the match together, they will laugh, they will chill, but at the core, they know that they don't support the same team, right? So I guess we can do the same thing. They're gay, you don't like gay people, but they're human beings and God has called you to love them. So you're on the same team at the end of the day. In fact, there's incentive for you because your job is to bring them to Christ. So, you know, that's the way I see it. And, and to be honest, I'll end with this. The church is not a museum for good people. It is a hospital for sick people. That, that's all I'm going to say. Thanks, guys. Um, Yala, God will bless you. In fact, on that 15th of July, I owe you a bottle of rosé. With that being said, let's move on to the next person. 15th of July? Yes, 15th of July. With that being said, um, Shei Vibes, you have the mic. You have Hello. the mic, Goku. Have you no know talk? <laughs> Good evening, guys. Um, so I was trying to be as as possible. So um in in communication theory, yeah, there's there's something like we refer to as cognitive dissonance. It's just like um a state where people um like when there's a conflict of interests, like the state where you have conflict of interest between your beliefs and all that. And I'm going to refer it to this Christianity and and um gay perspective here. Christianity is an old concept on its own, it's a model, it's a religion. It has ten and every religion, just like every religion, it has tenets. This is what you should do. This is what you should not do. When you do, when you go, um, when you go against what you're not supposed to do, it's a sin. Like that is what it is. Same that is in Buddhism, same that is in um uh, Islam and every other religion, right? Cool. Um being gay as well, being queer and all that, LBGTQ is another concept on its own. It's its own tenets. Like, okay, this is what you're meant to do, this is what you're meant to do. I mean, 
free will to probably do anything. But I would be, I would be, I would be right with you. Even though we have the, the free will to be able to do everything, you cannot hold those two beliefs together at the same time. I want, I want, unless we're going to lie to ourselves, continue to lie to ourselves. You cannot at the same time. You cannot have your cake. You cannot uh, eat your cake and have it. You cannot hold the tenant that okay, yeah, I'm a Christian. I am following every tenant. Unless you don't want to call yourself a Christian, unless you are saying, oh, I'm going to the church in the hope to be to be able to save. Yeah, John 15 says that. We should love everyone. We should love everyone, right? Love your, love yourself as, as as I have loved you, right? Which is very correct. Me to today now. If if I decide to say I want to become a gay person, I have to drop Christianity because there's obviously a conflict of interest. Unless I'm going to lie to myself that I want to continue to be a Christian, that is just like saying I want to go and rob a bank and at the same time I'm the police officer or I'm the judge. They are two. Con- contrasting beliefs so you cannot have one you cannot hold both of them at the same time unless we want to lie to ourselves so i mean the world is is in a way that is wide in a way that we have the free to choose anything that we want to want want to be anything that want to be you, want, you can identify as anything you want to identify as but as well you have to respect that this unless religion uh, christianity turns on that entirely but if, if it's still the same thing that says that follows the tenet of the bible that we have to follow everything that the bible says I'm not saying whether Christianity is even right now. Let's imagine that Christianity is wrong. Let's imagine that. But it's just like being uh, go, uh trying to get enrollment in a school. They have they have what they have the requirements, right? If you don't get if you don't meet the requirement, you'll probably not be able to get there. For the same thing for a job, right? So you can't just say, okay, yeah, I, I identify as uh as as a as a medical doctor now. I want to go into an hospital and start performing surgery on people. But yes, God says we should love people. We should not forsake them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let me let me just bring you in and do that. There's a, there's an obvious uh, conflict of interest. Love people as your neighbor. As me, I have so much admiration for gay people and uh, LB, the LBG, uh, LBGTQ plus community. I have so much because it takes a whole lot of God to be able to say, okay, yeah, I want to be different. Yeah, we know that a large percentage of people in the world are straight and heterosexual and all that very fine we can love ourselves but if you're talking about the christian this is which is the main topic here the christian perspective of it you cannot hold christianity as a believer and say i'm a christian no and also say oh yeah i'm a gay person they are conflicting interests there are so many bible verses that shows that uh the tenet of christianity does not agree with it that's my submission thank you Thank you very much. Um, Sorry, please, can I ask but a first, um, inform before you go on, Toby, it is not LBDQ, it is LGBTQ. It's not LBDQ. With that being said, inform my brother. I mean, I, I was I was in a rush to get it out. Yeah, LGBTQ. <laughs> Thank you, inform Please go on. Yeah, so I was going to make a reference to what Toby said, saying, "Oh, you cannot be gay and be Christian." So, are you saying you cannot be a fornicator, a liar? And be Christian too. Okay. Or is it just games in that? That's where that line is drawn. See, this there's you know there's there's a constant thing. Um, even the Bible says that um, we are we are bound to sin, we are bound to commit sin. But as much as possible, the idea is what to try to avoid sins. Now, now, I've I've gone down on my knees here, yeah? and I've gone down to say, okay, yeah, I'm asking for forgiveness, God. Forgive me for my sins at this moment. What it means for me at that moment is that I have dropped all that. I am 
moving towards what being righteous like to try as much as possible to be righteous i know that at that moment i do not hold anything that makes me at that con- that moment constantly at that moment to be, to be able to say okay yeah i'm ineligible for, for for forgiveness i mean god will always forgive us i mean the moment we come to him and say okay god forgive me you probably will for you definitely or you forgive us so be sorry i have to hold on now let me let me answer a question okay go on so you you ask for forgiveness right that i know at that moment that okay i'm looking for this is a clean space for me i'm beginning but it's different is is this is for example let me give you an example someone who is an arm robber can come to jesus and say god i've been being an arm robber and uh, i want to stop being this please forgive me yes they have a clean slate but someone who is actively um you going, have to, minutes, uh, going to boggle houses and trying to maim, kill people every night. He knows that if he goes on his knee today, like this five o'clock now, five thirty, he's already at one um, one place trying to kill and maim people. It's, it's a conflict of interest. I'm not saying that. Toby, oh, Toby I, I have I'm, to I'm I have to cut you short. I don't have the We are almost at the end of our program. I'm sorry. Okay. I have <laughs> Thank you. Um, Jaja, you have just one minute. Literally one minute. Jaja. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just one minute. So, so I just wanted to... I don't know if it's echoing again. I just wanted to throw in, you know, because there, there seems to be a, a bit of a commingling and conflation here. You know, so someone who goes to steal actually goes to steal. Do you understand? So many queer people are not actually doing anything. So, for instance, I am queer. I have not slept with a man. But I am queer. Do you understand? So, in that case, what am I asking for forgiveness for? Merely existing? Do you understand? So, so we, we, we sometimes, you know, we, we make this mistake where we think, oh, because someone is gay, they are actively fucking another man. Don't forget that you can be gay without ever fucking someone of the same sex in your whole life. There are people who are, who are, who are homosexual and till they die, they will never have sexual intercourse with people of the same sex. Yet they are still homosexual. So in that situation, what exactly are they asking for forgiveness for? Existing? You know, and this is this is one of the things. You know, one time I've had people come to me and say, I, I am I am in deep agony. I hate myself because this is not this is not me. And I'm like, well, I, I, I understand. But you're not doing anything. You know, the thief is stealing and hurting people. The murderer is killing, hurting people. The gay person is just existing. So it's important to clarify that. Thanks. Thank you very much, Jaja. Thank you very much. You've made your point. Um, I think there's only one person we haven't heard from on this speaker session. I will give you only one minute or two minutes for the sake of it. Uh, I do apologize. Jobe, do you still want to say something? You have just two minutes at max because I will cut you short. Guy. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, largely, um, a lot of guys have said what I wanted to see, especially Toby, which, uh, who came up last to you know, capture some point which I wanted to highlight. And uh, the last part, which Judge I just mentioned, I mean, that is a fraction of the whole discussion. I mean, you agree that a section of uh, queer people exist in that format, but not the entirety of the whole conversation. And again, in touching or building up on what Toby said, I mean, if you are a Christian, genuinely in in all sincerity of it you would agree that um first of all those uh those things lesser than the other all sin are sin everything every is the same but you will agree that being um a gay or a lesbian whatever form or whatever name for it is a sin 
in the context of Christianity and in the premise of this discussion we're having because uh, it's in the ambient of Christianity, if you all agree. So if, if we all agree that and, um, you know, allow that to fly, that that in itself is a sin, that is fine. Again, another section I've said, oh, Jesus has rightly captured, okay, he, he gave a greater commandment, which was the commandment of love, to love all people, regardless of their shortcomings, regardless of all their iniquities, regardless of all what they have done. Love them regardless. I mean, two truths can coexist. Fine, I'm, I'm a sinner, I'm a fornicator. Fine, I, I still, I do all sorts. Fine, I'm a queer, I'm a gay. Yes, but now there's now a greater commandment. Love all people regardless of their shortcomings, regardless of their iniquities. Jube, uh, sorry, I've just muted your mic. Um, we are out of time right now and we'll have to draw the curtains for the day. Um Thank you very much for coming up with us today. Thank you very much for engaging with us today. We are very grateful. From the whole team of Just 90 Minutes, we hope to see you here again next week, same time, 8.30, 8.30 p.m. to be precise, on Monday next week. And uh, sometime during the week or maybe a few minutes after this space, you will still get the topic for next week, which will be very engaging and very interesting. We, we hope to see you here again next week. Um, on this note, we've heard everything everybody has to say. And like we said when we started, it's for the purpose of um, learning, for the purpose of having different insights as to, you know, the tenets of what is involved in the Christendom and, you know, the gay rights and whatever it is. Whatever your position is, what the most important thing is, is you allow people to make their choices and allow them to serve their God and allow them to have their personal relationship with their God as they want. Thank you very much. And David, please, you have the mic. You can end it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, this was a good one. <laughs> uh, it was nice. And, I, and I'm sure people have learned things, actually. So um, I'm sure many people have learned one or two things, which is really what this topic was about, to be honest. Um, just to show you guys that even this Christianity that we, we that many people are using to mask homophobia, it's it's just misappropriation. So, um. I think it's been a good one. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, it was quite engaging. And I'm sure, again, as I said before, lessons have been learned. And I'm happy to leave it at that point. I don't think we need the follow-up space. Um, I think we've done justice to this topic. But if anybody feels like they still want to talk, um, you don't need license to open another space and continue the conversation. By all means, go for it. For us, for myself and the team, it's a good night for now. Thank you very much. Voila.